Get him down three games is a quick switch. It's a mentality thing. That's really what I think it is. You know what's in me. Yo! Yes! Down! Welcome back to a basket to a basket on this beautiful ass a Monday. I'm your host, Troy. We're back in the building with the boys. Buat will be here in a little. And uh, sorry we're a little late, but uh, we're uh, we going to get our shit together. Uh, we're going to have some, some pure consistency one day. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Um, but, man, listen. Football, you know, I know, know this is a basketball show, but my my boss, you know, Mike, he doesn't like Patrick Mahomes. So I want to say shout out to Patty to get to another one. You feel me? You know, he wins it. It'd be three and six years. You feel me? Only only quarterback we could probably put in the conversation with Tom Brady. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got another 49ers, KC, Super Bowl. Can Brock Purdy get the revenge? Oh, my. It could be, it could be bittersweet. We don't know. We don't know. But I got a question for you guys, and I think it's a good one, right? I don't think it's going to be one as one-sided as – some of my other ones, right? And audience, this is for you guys um, also. But the question is, the question of the day is, you have the first overall pick. And you're looking to trade it. Who are you trading for? Zion Williamson or... Cade Cunningham. All right, we will get to that a little later. But first, let's get to that trade that happened. Terry Rozier to the Heat, Kyle Lowry to the Hornets. Hornets looking to move him. I think that's a good pickup. But we ain't starting with me. We starting with DJ. DJ, what you feel about that Heat-Hornets trade? Well, before I tell you how I feel about this Heat's Hornets trade, in the great words of T.I., recognize I'm back. I've been waiting all day to say that line. Now let's get to this trade. Uh, so, I think that... Lucky my soundboard wasn't up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I like the trade I like the trade for Miami. I mean, it, we were talking about it before we got on here, that the Hornets are going to do basically a, a hard reset, which... Is desperately needed because they are just a middle of the pack team with all their players healthy. They don't suck, so they don't get a high draft pick, and they're not that good. So they get a high. They don't get a high draft pick. They're just stuck in a place, and they can't find their way out of it. Uh, I think Lamelo is. They have the right player to be a fr- for their to be their franchise guy. They just, you know, Bridges Bridges getting into what he got into, and the Hornets just they're, they're not good. They don't draft good. They're not good. They hit, they hit on Lamelo and they hit on Bridges, but I mean, eh. They said they're keeping Brandon Miller too, so maybe oh, yeah, they Brandon hit on Miller too. I, I meant to say Brandon Miller too. Moo. I mean, I guess the jury's out, bro. We'll see, right? Terry Rozier, I guess they've been really trying to move him for a while. So, um, and I heard the Heat have been 
notable suitors for a while. So I guess that's been a relationship that they try to mend for a while. So congratulations on them getting that done. Um, I really don't see what Kyle Lowry draws. So as far as Charlotte trying to move him, good luck. Shoot. Um, Charlotte going to need more help than that. And with Miles, with Miles Bridges might be leaving – they gonna need to do something. Shit, I don't think Kyle Lowry's get Kyle Lowry's the answer. No, they're looking to move on for Kyle, so they're not even looking to keep him. Yeah, it's just I just don't know what do you get for him at this point of his career. You know. Well, he does have an expiring contract, so I guess that's it was just a salary dump on the Heat's part. I mean, you definitely definitely a salary dump because you have to move him to get um. Terry, because Terry signed the contract with uh, the Hornets, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure yeah. how many how many years he has left. I think it's like what two, or did he just know he just signed an extension not too long ago, didn't he? Yeah, I think he just signed his extension. Either he just signed his summer. extension, right? Okay. Um, Wop in the Terry building. Now. Yo, yo, yo. Wop, we were talking about the Heat trade, the Heat uh, trading Terry Rozier to, I mean Hornets trading Terry Rozier to the Heat, Heat trading. Uh, Kyle Lowry to the Hornets. Yeah. For the uh, first round pick. I think it's a great move for Miami. They needed. Uh, I, I think it's a great move from the standpoint you can probably put Tyler Hero back on the bench to give you that six man boost again. Uh, and Terry Rozier is kind of a guy that's still a 20 point scorer in the league. He's still very solid, you know. Having his best season. Yeah, and I think, you know, this heat culture is something he, he can benefit from, you know what I'm saying? And get back to actually playing some winning basketball and a winning culture. So, like, yeah, I think it's a great move for the Heat. They kind of had to move on from Kyle Lowry. He's 39 years old or some shit, so it's kind of like time to move on from that. But, yeah, I think it was a great move for the Heat. I think there's only one Mike Lowry. I mean, one Lowry that we respect, and it's Mike Lowry. <laughs> um, right. What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying, bro. It's Mike Larry. Um, but yeah, I think I same sentiment as these guys. I think uh Terry Rogier is a great fit for uh the Heat. Did miss him on Boston. I wish we would have never traded him, but I understand that um way money works and the way scary Terry came to be, he did want to get paid and we weren't gonna pay him like that because we were just starting to uh build around JTJB. So we know how that goes. But now that WAP is here. We can get into the segment of the day. Bus versus gun. I don't know. I think that's what I want to call this segment. Bus <laughs> versus gun. Who wins? I don't know. I'm taking the bus because I think the bus going to run the nigga over with the gun. But that's just me. But anyway, Kwame Brown and Agent Double Zero has got into it. Um, this time on, you know, face to face, kind of, you know, in the same chat room. And um, some words were said. I'm going to start with Moo. How you feeling about what was said? What was your favorite part that was said? I'm just glad they finally got to, you know, have a <laughs> conversation, quote, unquote. Uh, but, shit, my favorite part is when... <laughs> my favorite part is when Kwame Kwame calls him a dummy, bro, like... The way he says it is <laughs> like that country accent comes out so thick. And because <laughs> you was a dummy, boy. 
<laughs> he was out. He was in the locker room, leaving leaving guns on chairs. Leaving oh, guns. Did you say that you mad that I fumbled? No, nah, I'm not mad that you fumbled your bag, nigga. That's not what he's saying. Oh my gosh, that shit had me yelling in the car, bro. Tears coming from my face. That was the funniest shit ever. I'm just glad they finally got to hash it out. I guess. Hopefully, I get to see. Hash it out, or Kwame take another, giving out another ass woman. Hey, I mean Kwame, he he come with his facts, man. Y'all can't tell him nothing. He got his receipts. You hear me? You hear me move? Kwame is. Hey, he know what he be talking about. That people. That say, nigga got his receipts. Hey, boy, yo, boy, you better stop playing with him. Kwame ain't Kwame ain't for none of that, man. Like, say what you want, but you gonna you. Hey, I not like I said before on the pod, bro. Like I feel for a guy like Kwame Brown, because. At the end of the day, I don't really view buses the same way everybody else do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I, I think a guy like Andrew Bennett is a bus. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, think, Sam Bowie isn't a bus. That nigga still had a long career. Yeah, Greg Oden isn't a bus to me. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he, he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes players get hurt, and their careers are never the same, bro. Like, like never planned out the way they be. Um, and Kwame is a guy to me. That no matter what, he still lasted in the NBA for over ten years, and he get a he get a, a fucking I think he get benefits from the NBA still to this day, like because yep. it's I think you play a certain threshold in the league, you 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 qualify for that. So yeah, get that pension. Yeah, I can't call him a bus. Did he did he live up to his potential? No, but I also think it was a lot of things that played into that. He was. Definitely started with Jordan, who's a guy that can't play. He has small hands. I ain't gonna lie, Stephen A. Stephen A. Roasted him. Stephen yeah, A. The dude that kind of like put him on a national type of spotlight. Where yeah, going around the schools and making him your butt of your conversation at a yeah, school. man. And Kwame make can make it. I know you can make it. Like nigga, I would have beat the bricks off of Stephen A. Right, he yeah. That bro, for Kwame, bro. That's bro. He Kwame Brown. I think I think Kwame Brown is the first player ever drafted round one pick one out of high school. So that need to tell you something right there. He was like that in high school. He just mm-hmm. only was. He was like that in high school. So he just didn't get the right development, and you know, but how can switch you? over to the NBA. How can you playing with a guy like Jordan your first couple mm-hmm. of years? Then you get Gilbert Arenas. Then you mm-hmm. Kobe, Bryant. like Kobe, are you all these guys with these big ass egos supposed to be the man? The next Damn. one, Kwame, Kwame has some ex- exemplary teammates, and I'm sitting here thinking about he it. Did. God damn, he did. He played with some dogs now, he did, but his hands are small, but <laughs> outright alphas, but. Again, they 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 was on what they was on. They wasn't trying to incorporate him that way. And I just think, like again, a guy that was picked with that type of pick, bro. Usually, you come to a franchise that's trying to build around you, now. around you, yeah, trying to get you ready to be that franchise player. Mm-hmm. That's usually what happens. You get the keys to the city. That's what happens, but. Kwame, he didn't get that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? He just truly didn't. So that's why I say, like, and 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 a lot of times when you hear him talk about the shit, he like, I couldn't even say nothing about it back then. Like, I'm playing with the GOAT. Like, who what who gonna care about what I'm saying? Right. 
That's true. If I would have said anything back then, I wouldn't have made it as long as I did in the league. And he not lying. If he would have came out talking about Michael Jordan, the ball hog. Oh, Lord. What? Yeah, Mel think Kwame, but I mean, go ahead, boy. Finish what you saying. Let's not get sidetracked. No, I'm just saying, like, that's the truth. Um, like, it wasn't nothing he could have did other than get your ass on the screen, Mel. People, people would say, yeah, he could have played better, but it's again, like, you come from being the man to literally like to nothing, basically. Like, you just the stories they tell about his rookie year was beyond rookie hazing for somebody of his caliber, bro. They talking about Mike out here kicking the ball into the stands. Go get it or you don't get on the bus. Like, what? That's insane. Yeah, bro, that nigga was a dickhead, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, Mike was a dickhead, bro. That shit is so funny. Because he was really putting Kwame through it, bro. Like, that shit's crazy as fuck, dog. You got you to gotta stop it, man. Come on. MJ, I ain't gonna lie. We would have had to fight, bro. Like, if anything else, bro, you gotta see me at practice and every day until I'm tired. I don't even know shit, but that shit is wild. Some of them stories that get told about Mike, yeah, super outlandish too. Like the the shit that they they said he didn't feed Horace Grant, bro, on the airplane or something. Like they like Horace Grant, like, bro, what are y'all talking about, bro? Bro, because I know damn well, bro. Like it, it gives no it gets to a point, bro. Like Mike doing that type of shit to people, bro. Like, bro, I'm gonna have to Mike, man, bro. We wouldn't have got another three peat, bro. <laughs> 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 no, I would have definitely had I would have definitely had I would have had to Steve Kerr him. Fuck you, you what? I would have had the Reggie Miller, his ass. Bro, stop it, bro. Oh, <laughs> stop. I agree. I agree with Boo Wop though. I I don't think Kwame Brown is a bust either. I don't care what Mel has to say about it. Um, I mean, but as as far as Kwame and Gilbert Arenas, bro, this was Birdman all over again. You gonna put some respect on my name, straight up? Kwame played more than ten years in the NBA, and the same thing with Stephen A. Smith. Nah, Stephen A. Smith would have had to see me. This dude literally said on TV. When you trade nothing and get something in return, you should. Eat. <laughs> LA should throw a parade already because Kwame Brown is gone. I was. This is wild. Whoa. When you go back and see all the stuff Stephen A. Smith was saying about Kwame, it's wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you spelled it wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's why you spelled it wrong. Uh huh. Uh huh, Mel. Spelling it wrong, man. Spelling it wrong. You know, now you're out here spelling it like Cam Newton. You better oh. stop. You better stop. It's in the crew chat, man. We are waiting for you. Yeah, we done. We are waiting for you. He said, I'm fired up. Mel's about to come up. Like, Kwame is a bus. He's a bus from way down in a Greyhound. Shut the shut your and, ass and, up. And to be fair, to, to be, be fair, get up here, man. Shut uh, your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> To, to be fair, even after Kwame was drafted, because Jordan was the one that wanted to draft Kwame in the first damn place, even after Kwame was drafted, Jordan history shows he doesn't have the best eye for talent. Like, his history has shown that throughout all the years, he don't have the best eye for talent. Oh, oh God. Yeah, to the back of the bus. <laughs> Not the back of the bus like Rosa. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> like Rosa. Mel, the most of you feel about what happened between Kwame and Agent Zero. Okay, okay, can we under can we the definition of a bust is the greyhound. 
Okay. He's defined as if you were the number one overall pick, what was expected of you? To get on the bus and take it to your stop. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what is expected of you is to obviously eventually be an all-star caliber player at the bare minimum, probably. Was Kwame ever that? Um, no. You said then, you said he was a bust. You can have a long career and be a bust at the same time. Neil, you said as a first, a round one pick, one pick. Like, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Shut that door. Shut that door. We a bust. Oh, shut that door. In the NBA at all. That's can you be a bust and have a long career? Yes, no. because because you're, you're, we're talking about expectation. What was the expectation of you? But if, see, oh, my no. thing is, my thing is, right, and it's just to add to y'all, y'all to be, right, because I'm the host. But my thing is, right, if you are a bust, right, like Anthony Bennett, right, he was out of the league quick. He didn't have a long career. That's, that's a bust. But, but no, that's not have what a long saying. career at all. No, that's what Boo like is saying. That's what Mel is saying. Mo, I mean, Moo is saying is, how could you be a bust if you played 10 plus years in the league? Sam Bowie, because, people would say Sam Bowie's a bust expect- because he got j- drafted before Jordan. But if you look at Sam Bowie's career, he played like 13 seasons and averaged like 16 points, eight rebounds, some shit like that. Might he be a little bust. less. Like, he was not a bust. He wasn't. He just yes, did he not was, live like, up to expectations. But back to y'all debate. That, but that's what a bust is, not living up to expectations. I don't, I don't know. Okay, look, I don't know. Because the reason, and the reason why I say that, bro, is because there's been multiple years okay. on... Let's take- on 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 the same on the same team, right? Like Anthony Bennett spent one season on like four goddamn three different teams. He was out of there, like gone. They got that nigga up out of there. Got him gone. But the, expe- okay? but the expectations were the same. The expectations were the same. You said they, but he wasn't like, serviceable. I feel like Anthony Bennett had higher expectations. No, I'm not going right. to you. Expect, no. Look, we're basing this off of expectation, not where the and Kwame Brown played what twelve seasons. Get some help. Yeah, somewhere in there. 10 to 12, somewhere. Yes. I know he played yes. roughly 10. He played he had a he had a good career, but he was still a bust based on where he was drafted and what the expectations were of him. I would say he had an average career. That's me. I'm just personally. saying, I'm, I'm saying good career. I'm just I'm just saying because he stayed 12 years. It is what I mean, you say average, good, whatever. But based on expectations on where he was drafted, he was a bust. I mean, uh, I, I mean, look, that's what I say. Is Ben Sim is Ben Simmons a bust or not? No, he's just a weenie. No, kind of becoming a bust. Yeah, he's just Why a weenie. Why is he not a bust? Because he he kind of becoming a bust. Because again, like for Ben Simmons, I don't know. Like he to me again, he he came into a very great situation. I would not say Kwame Brown came into a very good situation. No, no, I don't I don't care about the situation. No I, high I, draft I, I, goes into a good no high draft, or I say very rarely do high draft picks go to good situations. I was about okay. to pull up them Boston Celtic receipts. I swear I was. But you corrected yourself. <laughs> I can't call Ben Simmons a bust though, because I can't prior to his quote unquote back issues, he was one of the top defenders in the league. And he was still looked at as one of the one of the top big men in the league, as far as and he was an All NBA player, and he was definitely All NBA. And he contributed to the set the what the Sixers almost championship run. I can you can say I guess. And based off of where he is now and everything that we know of that, well, he's injured right now. So Greg Oden, Greg Oden isn't a bust because of because of his injury, right? But he just came back. 
And this is Injuries my my thing. I oh, right, but oh, this no, is so my thing. But Buat made the statement, which I agree with Buat before you came in here, Mel. It's it's a difference from you being a bust because of your play or you just getting injured and you're not able to play. Like that some some things are out of your control. Your body not rehabilitating itself the correct way to get you back Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, I wouldn't say is a bust because that's not his He's fault. He, he he can't he he doesn't control that. If I draft you that high, and regardless, you can't say of Lonzo, Lonzo was a bust either because he was one of the best uh, passers in the league and one of the best defending uh, guards in the league before he got hurt. Okay, so was Michael Carter Williams a bust or not? And his three point percentage skyrocketed. Was Michael, when he Carter, got Williams? To the was Michael Carter Williams a bust? Mm-hmm. He's close to he. Mm. That's borderline. borderline. I got he. That's borderline, dog. I'm not even gonna lie. That's borderline. You know, you know what? I think I think Michael Carter Williams probably wouldn't be con- I, No, I you're talking about Buab, you talking about off of Denver. He's talking about light skinned dude. No, I know he's talking about he's talking about oh. I'm saying like Michael Carter Williams only plays still like six he done bounced around so much. I mean, I don't want to call him a super bus though. He just see, you see I you mean, don't want to call him a suit, but his first two years he averaged a tri- almost a triple double as a rookie, one rookie of the year. He did all the things, but then okay. everything fell apart. Okay, so let me ask you this then, since 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 you say that, I don't think I I think where people will push back on whether whether he's a bust or not, though that's not what he that's not what people expected of him coming out of college. That's my let it see, he, free. But see, he he, he got those expectations. He, that's he, he my got those. point. That's why you're considered a bus. Is based off what the perception of what you're supposed to bring to us when you get here. If you don't provide that, you are a bus. Well, who's the determinant? But that's what I was about. The but team, who, yeah, the team. Like when you, so, when I draft you with so a, teams top, with a lottery too. pick, and let's talk, let's talk basketball. We'll say lottery pick. You are expected to be a franchise changing player. Not everybody in the lottery is expected to be a franchise player. But it's 14 picks in the lottery, bro. There's no way. No, no. You want to no, say top no, no, five? Top. You want to say top five or top ten? Fine, but not everybody in the lottery is is supposed to be a franchise changing player. The lottery is okay. Fine. Since you want to, if you are a top five pick, you are expected to be a franchise changing player. Was Kristaps is Kristaps Porzingis a bust? No, 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 no. Why not? He, he did technically change the franchise of the Knicks until he got hurt. When did he change the fr- when did he change the franchise of the Knicks? The Knicks was still he was the unicorn. They were he made irrelevant. He gave him something to cheer for. Call him a bus, though. One call him a bus. They were what? Ass. You crazy? When when, when Chris Tops was playing? Yes. Man, I can't call mm-hmm. him a bus, man. No, I ain't calling no, Chris Tops no, 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 no they weren't. Back to that Michael Carter Williams shit. You do know he was traded yeah. directly after winning Rookie of the Year, right? And yeah, do you, he was drafted yeah, eleven. Do, do do you trade franchise changing players after he, they win Rookie of the Year? He wasn't expect. He overachieved. Yep. What pick? What, what pick was Michael Carter Williams? Eleven. Eleven. So the eleventh pick. Mm-hmm. So you oh, so you trade somebody who overachieves. But Mel, sometimes teams get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look at I, I say this all the time. Can it is is are we gonna call Okafor? Right. Are, are we gonna call Okafor and Noel bust because the 76ers wanted them to be something that they weren't? 
that the expectations no I, I understand but michael carter williams wasn't even a conversation it was kwame no, but brown he, but he said right that team, right but i'm saying teams, to right but i'm saying i said do, do teams not get it wrong and i'm using noel's and okraford as an example because yeah, the 76ers drafted wrong, yeah. right the 76ers mm -hmm. drafted those two guys to be something that they weren't but we can't sit here and call those two guys bust because the expectations the 76ers had on them because that's not yes, who they we were can. that's the whole point of it no, that's not who they were. You could put that What do you say about Baker Mayfield? Want. What do you say about Baker Mayfield? Oh, noodle arm, noodle arm Mayfield. <laughs> what was the expect? What was the expectation of Baker Mayfield? What no, the, the reason why Corey doesn't like Baker Mayfield is because the fans hype around Baker Mayfield. I didn't. No, no, no. I don't care. Why, what was the Cleveland Browns' expectations of Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I knew that the expectation of the team was to win a championship, and they didn't do that. To be a franchise quarterback, right? I guess, but they also had a. They also, they also was had the. They also had Johnny Manziel as a franchise quarterback, but was, we see that they got that was, wrong, right? Were they? And you consider Johnny Manziel what? They got that wrong, right? He was what did you? What did you? He said he was tweaking. He said he was. He was tweaking. No, what you saying was tweaking. He was tweaking. What do you consider Johnny Manziel? I don't know what you consider him. I don't consider him. I, don't, I consider him a dumbass. You don't consider Johnny Manziel a bust? I consider him a dumbass. Okay. Like, so many things. That's crazy. So many okay. Things. So like, it's crazy. I don't consider him a bust. I just don't. I, I just I think they. they, they but I watch Johnny Manziel every Johnny game Manziel in college. Smart though. I, I, I watch Johnny Manziel every game in college. I didn't think he was going to be good in the NFL. I never did. Yeah. So but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. What? But you say it's the expectations. Basically, right, but it's the expectations on the team drafting him. So, but so, that's the only thing we can go up is the expectations, and I just don't. I just don't agree with that. Listed on where they were drafted and what they produced, was he or was he not a bust? I don't remember what, what number Johnny Manziel was drafted. What number was he drafted? He was drafted like he wasn't drafted number one. I don't think he was drafted. Yeah, he wasn't drafted number one. That boy fell a lot. No, listen, but listen, based off what the expectations of that team was and what they expected from Johnny Manziel, was he or was he not a bust? No, it's gonna probably all depend. Yes. Truth, like. It's gonna probably depend truly where Johnny Manziel was drafted at too, though. Yeah. Okay. Let's take that up. Was Trey basketball. Lance a bust? Back to basketball. No. <laughs> How do you fuck? Back to basketball. Okay, we'll go basketball. We'll, we'll go to basketball. We'll go back to basketball. But Mel, my, my thing is like that's what I'm saying. Like, your your definition of a bust is if you was drafted here and you didn't make didn't, it yeah. expectation. That even though you might have had a decent career, you know what I'm saying, a lasting career or whatever may be the case, just because you didn't live up to expectations, that makes you a bust. If now, I draft you to be the face of the franchise, and then we trade you and you go somewhere I else, got it and, you're wrong. The sixth, and you're the sixth man on another team, but you play for 12 years, you're a bust. You I got it wrong. Bill, was he drafted to the Wizards to be the face of the franchise? Where was he drafted? To the Wizards. No, what what position? What 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 pick center. was he? Center. Round one, pick one. Kwame Brown. Round one, pick one. Yes, he was he meant to be the face of that franchise. So so so. Obviously, we all know through the history of the game. Usually, when that happens, <gasps> you're, you're meant to be a franchise type of player. Do you think his rookie year they played through him or around him? That's up to they played around him. 
but but how can you show whatever you got if you're not even getting the keys? Most number one picks get the keys to the city. We're playing through that player. Yeah, he's our franchise guy. We're gonna play. You come. Did you you get the you get the privilege of getting played through if you are shown in if you show in practice and through all the other things that you are capable of being played through. Not if Michael Jordan's on that team. Michael Jordan's on that team, man. That's not happening. Michael Jordan, day one. This is my team. Literally, this is my team. We going to the playoffs. What's up? Day one. And the man is the go to me. Don't get me wrong, but I still think his mission was to come out there and show that I can hang with these young boys still, which he showed. But he also okay. showed this man his fucking career to me to, to, to some degree. He showed okay, it. So, okay. So you mean to tell me that two people can't coexist at one at one time? <laughs> not when you're a rookie. Not every two people. And, and not when you not when you not getting like like if I'm a big man, they not throwing me the ball. They, the game was still played inside out back then. In the early mm -hmm. You're not giving me the ball. Michael Jordan is down there like this. Let me see that. Let me see that. Kwame, swirkle around. He probably Especially ain't giving a 19-year-old kid. Doug Collins is coaching the team. He let Mike do whatever he wants. Like it was just to me that that was a and bad, they drafted two big men that year. That was a bad setup for Kwame. That wasn't I, the ideal setup. It was a bad team really. regardless because they had like they had they they had a lot of fucking uh rookies that year, but now, they took two you, big men that year. City, and you just can't live up to that. And then everywhere you go, like, like I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give a guy a couple of years, like, you know, like unless you just truly ain't on shit them first couple of years, but like, it's just like you had to get Kyrie a chance. Like, yeah, he a young talent, but he really didn't have no help. He didn't. Was have Kyrie All NBA his second year? No. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Second team All NBA. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. He was second or third. I can't believe that. I don't. I just don't think that it's you can you can necessarily call him a, a even a bust, bro. Because look, like I said, they took two big men that year, right? They took a twenty-two-year-old kid named Brandon Haywood. We all remember Brandon Haywood, right? And then mm -hmm. took Kwame Brown, right? A nineteen-year-old kid out of high school. He's not going to play over the twenty-two-year-old rookie, regardless of the fact is if he was looked at as a looked at to be the face regardless no they're going to bring in the guy from college they're going to take the the quote unquote phenom from high school and they're probably going to end up battling it out uh Haywood ended up winning the battle job. Kevin Garnett won his job Brandon Haywood ended up winning the battle obviously the wizards weren't into develop developing centers hey, like that that's apparent Brown, because both of these guys neither of these guys at what out. point in Kwame Brown's career did he show you he was anything um, I would say in the Lakers, his, his best years. His, you know, his best year was in Washington. He put up ten and seven. Uh, that's his best year. Yeah. But again, back to the point, right? A rookie only starting a, a, the round one pick one only starting three games in his rookie year is insane. I mean, he averaged like 14 they minutes. They played. You, you asked the question, did they play through that? him or around him? They played with him under them. They played with him under them. That's what they played. Like, he, he averaged 14 minutes. And Brendan Haywood, the other rookie they took, averaged 20 minutes. 
So, so that means that we've seen who they were leaning towards. They were, we've seen who they were so leaning that means towards. Brendan Haywood was better, right? So Probably defensively, better, right? yeah, because he averaged 1.5 blocks that year as a rookie. So obviously they're probably looking for more defense and saying, yeah, he's probably better defensively so we can well, use him. At what point did get his points But but and that's the thing. Jordan had to get his points. Rip Hamilton had to get his points. You got um uh, um um Chris Whitney, he out he's he's out there as well. Like all of these guys, where is Kwame Brown supposed to as a 19-year-old kid? We got to remember that as a 19-year-old kid, where's okay. he fit in at? My man don't give a fuck about that. So his excuse. second year, then what happened? Third year, what happened? Fourth year, what happened? Fifth year, what happened? Sixth year, what happened? Seventh year, what happened? Eighth year, what happened? Ninth year, what happened? Year, what happened? Year, what happened? Yo, Mel, act like something can't happen to you in your life and you just fall off the bandwagon and you deep down and you can never get the fuck back up, bro. You act like these, these guys and these bums and drunks on the corner just didn't have one. Some of them just didn't have one slip and could never pick themselves the fuck back up. That's if what happened to Kwame. Slip and you can't but pick Kwame had one slip, and that slip was Michael fucking Joy, and that's a big slip. Well, and then on top of that, though. here comes Stephen A. Smith well, just mopping the floor it. along Kwame so he could keep sliding. He actually I don't averaged think. more points than Brendan Haywood. They averaged, they both averaged about a block, so he actually did, quote-unquote, get better from his rookie year. So what happened? A lot of bigs on that team too. I'm looking yeah, at yeah, like there was a shit game ton of bigs game. on this team. Gang and on a team that wasn't really focused on developing bigs in order to bridge the gap for the future. They only were trying to look. They only were trying to win now with Michael Jordan and Rip Hamilton. You had Christian Leitner, Popeye Jones. You had a gang of bigs on this team. I was living. I know that team very well. I lived. I was living there at the time. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like again. What did he do? But my, my thing is, at some point, the talent is going to show itself, correct? But when did the talent show itself? At some point, you're right. The talent should show itself, but it still need to be opportunity given. Like you, you. He can't... played twelve years. But I'm saying though, when when is he... next year he has to deal with Larry Hughes, Michael Jordan, Jerry Stackhouse, bro. Like after year four or five, bro. If you're not then then establish yourself in this league, but you're now looked at as like <laughs> journeyman type player, bro. You're not. So then that's a bust, correct? I, no, I wouldn't. Again, he only played on what? I'm looking at three <laughs> teams. If you don't understand, Kwame Brown, like, of I, I, I wouldn't make this excuse for nobody else other than Kwame Brown because I still think he dealt with some extreme situations unlike any other. So nobody else dealt with extreme situations? Oh, no, none. Name me one number one pick that dealt with this type of shit. That comes a lot of. Had a lot of injuries. The man, a lot of injuries. the man that the man that picked you, which is Jordan. Jordan picked him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's telling you I'm your teammate now, and I know you thought this was your team, but we finna go to the playoffs. Ain't no develop. Mm -hmm. We got time to develop. Shit, is you ready or not? That's a lot to ask from a rookie, bro. Especially again, if I'm expecting. Okay, even if that's what we own. Y'all to feature me in this offense. They're not featuring him. They hazing him. It's a mic show. It's literally the mic show. Like, I just don't think we can just judge Kwame Brown. Any other number one pick, you see them. They get an opportunity. Either they come up short. Even, even Killian Hayes got an opportunity. I don't even know where he was drafted. Like, but and I'm talking about number one draft picks, bro. Like this is unquestioned, bro. Like the shit he was going through as the number one pick. No, one hundred percent. It is, bro. It's un, it's unreal, bro. Chris Whitney, all them boys, Eton Thomas. I watched a podcast, bro. They was talking about that shit. Like the shit that was going on 
was not fed to Doug Kwame, bro. He's not lying about that shit. That's what they saying out their own mouths. Because again, it's 20 years <laughs> later. You can you can talk about this shit and there ain't no repercussions about it. Like it's no. water under the bridge now. Yeah, MJ gonna walk up to you and pressure you. Say here that he as an athlete, as an athlete, you got two options when you're dealing with these types of situations. You get down or you lay down. And when I say get down, that means, oh, I'm going to go rock. I'm going to go bolt. I'm going to go do my shit. There's, there's one you left out. When you got a guy like Michael Jordan, you can get pushed down. And that's what Kwame got. He got pushed down. No, you, you, only, you push people down who are willing to go down. My, Michael Jordan told Kwame, he said, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> right. And if Kwame did that, then mentally you were soft. Even if that's I don't real. know about that, because even in LA, average 12.9 in the playoffs. He was, damn rookie, game. he was a rookie though. Like at the end of the day, he learning the business, bro. Like I you see rookies do this, bro. Like, like again, especially because him, it was a lot of pressure on Kwame Brown. He was the first player ever drafted straight out of high school, number one. That's a lot of pressure in his own right. So it's definitely some expectations behind it, but still, you walk through the door, you playing with Jordan, not to mention Richard Hamilton is there. You got mm -hmm. other guys that they trying to feature in this offense more than Kwame. Like okay. they wasn't they wasn't center, they wasn't center based. They they was really they kept drafting big men and were focused on developing guards. Like so, if he wasn't bringing in veteran guards, so bringing say, in veteran guards. So let's say everything is right. Let's say everything you say one hundred percent correct. He wasn't. So he wasn't the focal point. He wasn't the guy. Mm -hmm. Which means you had time. There was no pressure on you to develop. Then why didn't you develop? You did develop. You did develop. He just didn't develop into all star player. Develop pretty solidly. I'm not gonna lie to you. Develop solidly. I think he developed solidly. He probably developed at the rate that he was supposed to develop. And he did what his career was intended for it to be. A lot of people's games just don't translate to the NBA, especially coming from high point school. Point. Coming straight from high school. So his, yeah, his career probably see, was mapped out. The problem is we don't know who game go. translates to the NBA until they get there. From high school, coming from a high school coach, coming from high school coaches, Going to NBA and playing in the NBA atmosphere. That's, that, a, that's fucking that's literally the big lead if you ever matters. fucking heard of it. It's not like now to where Moses you got Malone a whole made bunch the transition. Kids. Kevin Garnett it's, made the transition. It's not like now. Like I said, his his development might have not been their development, right? They Maybe. may have been they may right. have been ready to go to the NBA, right? And at and at first glance, Kwame Brown might have been ready to go to, to the NBA as well. But as as his career goes on and as he as he develops. They're like, yeah, you're probably going to cap out right here. It's fine that his ceiling is right here and KG's ceiling is right here. That's cool. Like, that, that's perfectly fine. You feel me? But that as, as long as we know, his ceiling was always going to be right here. If you had any more that's the thing is, than that, that's how did you, you know where his ceiling was? Well, okay, let me ask you. You could have you told yourself that. Let, let me ask you this, man. I just got one it's, question. It's I'm going to cut in here and ask you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut in here and ask you this question real quick. Mm-hmm. So, how much of Kwame Brown did you see in high school before he was drafted? How much? None. I didn't see. That, that, see? Okay. So, the expectations that were put on him, it's not like now where you can literally you can literally pull up YouTube and watch players before. It wasn't like that back then. 
So nobody in the world had expectations for this guy. All they know is, oh, they picked the kid out of high school, number one overall. How could you have no expectations? How could you have no expectations for someone but draft him number one? We didn't like people make dumb picks all the time. I keep saying that. I don't understand. Everybody, what are you basing your pick off of? Everybody is see. Everybody is basically going off what Michael Jordan did. Nobody, pretty much, no. We didn't see him in high school because it's not like how it is now. Only the people go out there, the scouts and Jordan, Jordan's team, and all of them were the ones that saw everybody, him. Everybody, we could, we could not, we still, could not. See everybody him. was going. Whoever had the first pick was going to take Kwame Brown. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I need some reports. Oh, so now, everybody, so now everybody, we got fucking amnesia because this should happen. We, now we got to have amnesia. We don't have amnesia. We don't know because we don't know. I don't know about that. Amnesia. Well, I mean, because the next the next pick is Tyson Chandler. You mean to tell me that people, every everybody was sold on, on, on Kwame Brown? Nobody was thinking Tyson Chandler at all? Future defensive player of the year? NBA champion? You said Future. Future. Nobody knew but that. Based off what moment. he was doing, based off what he was doing in college, you can see his career going towards that. But well, Tyson, Tyson came from high school too. Like based off what, and, and based off what he was, you've seen his career going towards that. Nobody, how nobody did you thought, see his career going to? Nobody that? thought Kwame Brown was going to be anything other than other than the Wizards, like quite literally <clears throat> other than the Wizards. So the Wizards were the only thing; they were the one single team that would have did that. I think if the Clippers had that pick. They take they taking Tyson regardless. I don't think they even looking at Kwame. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think five teams take Kwame. See everybody. See all every single one of y'all are living in now and not when this shit happened. It's the same way when people when they look back at the draft and they see. That so all, no who matter who had Steph, the number one who went pick. before Steph Curry, who went before Clay Thompson, who went before this person, so, who went mm-hmm. who went before um Carmelo Anthony, it's like mm-hmm. why would you draft that person? Because at that moment in time, and what that team needed, that's what they took. Right, but we sit here and we have this debate about oh should the Pistons have drafted Carmelo? Right, why is that? Because that player, right, even in that moment of him being drafted, is looked at as the best player, right. Now, could we go back and say everybody was going to pick Carmelo if Carmelo was number one pick that year? No, because the Pistons, the Pistons wasn't taking him. That's my, that's that's the point. Not every team is going to take Kwame because he's the number one pick. Somebody, a lot of teams would have passed on him. It happens all the time. It happens Nobody, all the time. No, players they literally the thought that that person was better I, than Carmelo Anthony. Right, right, right. And how many players did they think were better than Jason Tatum? Three. Right, and then people were saying, "What? Oh, this team could have drafted Tatum, or this team could have right. had Tatum. It's, this team could have had Tatum." We're using revisionist history. We're right. not but using what's happening is, at the moment that is right. being no, done. No, that was happening at the moment, right? People, people were saying Tatum could be this, Tatum could be that. Tatum came in with a high expectation, being drafted at three or four. Came in with high. And did Jason Tatum? And has Jason Tatum not panned out to that? Oh, right now, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, since day one, he was that. Yeah. 100 percent you can say since day one. I'm, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a top 10 list, bro. It's a gang of players that did not like <laughs> bro. They situations is much, much better than what Kwame had, bro. Like 
way better. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it, like, they literally walked into the situation. Here's your team. They just did not live up to expectations at all. Kwame, on the other hand, I just can never say that he had a fair chance to beat the man. Just never can say that, bro. Like, ever. Everybody else got that opportunity. He was not, and what's crazy, like, he was not the only high school player drafted in the top five in that draft. Mm-hmm. Tyson oh. Chandler came out that year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But he went to a team. Eddie Curry came out that year. All, half the Bulls roster was like that. Yeah, but they still went to a team that needed their services, and they was able to kind of like – Tyson was a guy that was expected to be what he essentially was, which was a defensive guy. Never, You never really seen 20 points per game in him like that, but Eddie Curry got a chance to show who he was. Uh, Kwame, to me, never truly got that chance, bro. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, he never got that chance. You could, and a lot of things can go into it. He a fucking kid at 19 still. Like, he just probably wasn't mentally ready for the NBA. Then you getting this curveball thrown at you. You got the GOAT fucking with you every day. That shit yeah, got too hard to deal with, bro. No, that's you gotta, not you got You got to man up at some point. At some point, yeah, you got to drop your nuts. You got to drop your nuts at some point. How many active motherfuckers get the chance to say they play with the GOAT? I don't care. See, that's the difference. I care because, like I said, his situation is way more unique than anybody else's situations, bro. Nobody else is going through that shit as the number one pick. Nobody. Nobody's getting treated as bad as uh, Kwame Brown, like, in the history of the game. I bet you can't find a number one. Now, he, now he's the worst treated player. Okay. The worst treated number one draft pick. Yes. Okay. By far. Okay. I can't name another one treated worse than Kwame Brown. Okay. We drafted Derrick Rose in Chicago when we formed parades. We loved him. He's a city kid. We love him. Most number one picks get that love, bro. Day one. Magic Johnson, when he arrived to L.A., he was loved. Like, I, I don't know what we're not seeing here with that, though. Like, most number one draft picks are 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 loved by the franchise. <laughs> Give me the keys. Not Anthony Bennett. Because Anthony yeah, Bennett. that's true, not Anthony Bennett. <laughs> because this goes back to everything that to what DJ had to say. You got to love Derrick Rose in Chicago. Why? Because he's from Chicago mostly. And he did you watch Derrick Rose play in college? Absolutely. Okay. Did you watch Kwame Brown in high school? Absolutely not. Did anybody in Washington watch him in high school? Probably not, no. Michael Jordan. So it's kind of hard to wrap your arms around something you've never seen. True. So I, I'm not listen, I'm not even talking about the from the band stem. I'm talking about from the no, no, you said no, but this is but but you brought it up saying that right. he was embraced. It's hard to be embraced when people don't even know what they're embracing. I give you that. I give you that. I, well, I, he wasn't going to be embraced anyway because Michael Jordan was there. Who are you going to embrace? Not, you're going to no, embrace Michael. Listening. Yes, no, you are. No, you got. No, you can't not. do that. Are you no. going to embrace? Are you going to embrace the city? The city. Are you going to embrace? Was Kareem there with Magic pick coming in? Or are you going to? Are you going to? Are you going to do somebody? Kareem there with Magic got there. Yes. Kareem there with Magic got there. Yeah. Okay. Stop it. So you can embrace somebody if there's already a star present. No, I didn't say star. I didn't say star. I said Michael Jordan. The thing about facts, don't 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 miss my words. I said Michael So Kareem wasn't that when Magic got there. Michael Jordan, a star of Rick Hamilton, Jerry Jackson. 
What, so Kareem Michael. was just a regular dude, just a regular star when Magic got there. When it comes to Michael, yeah. Best player in the game. Yes. You said Kareem was, he said, was just a regular star when Magic got there? No, Kareem was the best player in the game when Magic got there. Yeah, Kareem was the best player in the game when Magic got there. So we're talking, we're talking on the same levels right now. Nope. Uh, You said who? Magic didn't really get that. Magic really didn't get that staple until he did what he did in the finals that year, though. Not long. No, he, when Magic showed up in L.A. Magic, no, Magic got crazy when he showed up in L.A. because, because of that battle with Boston. I mean, with uh, Bird and High School. What I'm I mean, saying is, what I'm saying is, it was because of his legendary moment in the finals. That's what carried it, his legacy on throughout all of the Showtime Lakers no, and all stuff like that. Magic, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. When Magic stepped into the building, he was that nigga. I get it. I'm not saying that he wasn't. His, no, I'm his, saying the city. I'm saying L.A. embraced him. Of course, because he was, he, he called himself Magic. Like, of course. Because of that national championship. This is, but this is the reason why. This is the reason why. This is the thing that people are missing, right? When you have a personality like Magic, of course, it's easy for a, a city like L.A. to embrace you. Is it not? No, you're missing. The point was he was saying because Jordan was there, that that's what overshadowed Yeah, and Trump. you're equating what, what Jordan is to another superstar which I get what you're doing, but you're not going to equate Kareem when to Michael Jordan Magic, and what Michael Jordan was doing to what Michael Jordan, Jordan was. Even, Jordan didn't start playing until later in the season. Magic, did Magic get treated like Kwame did with playing Kwame playing with MJ with Magic playing with Kareem? No, right? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not how talking about any other player. You're going in. You're going in. It doesn't matter. Locker room. It, it doesn't matter. Locker room. Him behind the stage. Him making you do this. Boo Wop already pointed out all this shit that he was doing to Kwame. The, uh, Magic didn't get that shit done to him. Stop it. How Magic you know? didn't get that shit done to how him because you know? we would we would know about that. Stop it, Mel. We, we would know would? about it. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Just like we know about Kwame Browns. Yes, the fuck we would. Bro, you don't hear none of these guys say they did these things to Magic. Like they, oh, only, now what you what I will say this. Now it was said that him and Norm Nixon had some problems because and and then uh, what's his name? The coach Jack McKinney didn't want Magic to play point guard initially. So Magic did deal with certain things. Don't get me wrong, but again, he got the owner in his pocket though, as we all know. Bus was <clears> in his pocket. Right. Bus but how did he do that though? But how did but how did Magic do it? What you mean how Magic did he? By playing on the court, right? By producing? He still, he, yeah, he still was producing for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So what is Kwame supposed to do when you're not even producing? Bro, again, at least Magic was starting. They didn't start the man. You gotta start this man no matter what. When you we go to camp, it. if I go to camp and you see a bunch of and you and everybody's hooping, and then you're looking at this dude and you're like, is I don't see it. Like, where is it? Where's okay. the fight? But you not again. But they did see it though. See they, what? They really they did. What they saw was he was going to sit on the bench. What they nah. should have been doing though was nah, because that's not, not that's not what it says. That's not what it says right here. I believe they was downplaying Quan Bro. The story they say the man they used to work him out for like three hours before a game and then wonder why he not doing shit in the game. Tell your muscles to get tighter. Tell your muscles to get up. Tell your muscles to be big athlete. boys. You say what? A, <laughs> tell on. your muscles to be big hold boys. On. Why am I the only hold one? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, I'm confused now. I'm confused at Why? this point. Why am I the only one working out for three hours? This is... Because expectations of you are more. I expect more from you. No, Brown saw my action. I'm a bench player. I'm a bench player. 
but I drafted you number one overall. I'm trying to get you to where I want you to be. Okay. Through the training camp, if you guys aren't playing through me, and, and I know I know more people probably watching this like, y'all wasn't there. How you know what they were doing? Bro, his teammates are seeing it right now. They're literally his former teammates. They did not play through him. They did not. They shelled him out. And he was a rookie. So he probably did not handle that shit. He wasn't a regular rookie either. He's a high school kid still. He probably was rookie not- season was marred by lack of maturity and production on the court. Like, lack of maturity. Okay. He was when, 19. When, when Kobe went to the Lakers mm-hmm. and Jerry West, when they drafted Kobe, mm-hmm. Kobe didn't start his first year. Nope. He sure did not. But, Je- but Jerry West said every day in practice, he was figuring out, he was telling everybody he's next. And they fit. They was trying to Who figure out every Kwame? way to keep. They was trying to figure out every way they could keep Eddie Jones and Kobe Bryant. And they got to a point where they had to make a choice because the, the kid that, had to get on the court. But that's why, though, why Kobe didn't start. For one, he was a high school kid at that time. Being well, a high Eddie Jones kid. was an All NBA basketball player. I, I understand mm-hmm. what Eddie Jones was, but what I'm telling you is that at that time, it was still not popular to start high school kids. Right, but even Jerry West told everybody the kid need to get on the court. Yeah, he telling them, but the coach. You know, you know, you know what I hear yeah. you saying right now is Jerry Jerry West is better at evaluating talent than Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan's history has shown that he's not good at evaluating talent with draft picks with the Bobcats. Once he was gone, I li- I said that mm-hmm. from the very he beginning. Make that pick. So so when I said the expectation that with, with Kwame Brown, because we didn't see him, Nobody. is the, ex- okay. the, the okay. expectation is exactly what you and what everybody else took from Jordan. Jordan said he's this because he's drafted him number one. How do you know other teams were like, nope, he can't be, he's not, no, he's not a number one draft pick. He might not be top five. Everybody that was going to draft number one was not going to draft Kwame Brown number one. You do going- realize drafting players is not an exact science, right? I wish somebody would tell Michael Jordan that. How many GMs fuck up draft picks? A lot of them. A lot, a lot of them. A whole lot. So, so then don't just say. So it's not so just all Michael those players Jordan. bust though. I can't just say that because he has a track record. Of fucking okay. up a lot how of many teams? How many play? How many teams would have drafted Adam Morrison coming out of college? A lot. I don't know because I, I like didn't think he was every, that good. Every single, if you had a top pick, you were going to use it on Adam Morrison. I am sorry that he I didn't just think Adam did not, Morrison was that good. He did. You can't say a dude averaging 30 in college isn't good. I said Jimmer wasn't that good either. And Jimmer was averaging 27 in college. But you can look at Jimmer and say he's five foot nine, so it doesn't translate. Adam Morrison what? was six ten. And but but, uh, but then he but then he played all four years at Gonzaga. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, right there is why I wouldn't draft a player that high. Why does it why would Okay, give me that. Give me your reasoning on why you wouldn't draft a dude who played not, four years in college. Because this this is not the eighties in the the early nineties. Most players that are that good show them flashes. Most likely their rookie year, they one and done. More than likely, they're one and done. Really? How many one and dones flamed out in the NBA? A lot. So there is so so, so there is no science to one and dones or absolutely. dudes who stay in school for three years. But what I'm telling you is that I naturally just don't have them expectations of a player that played all four years. Like I just I have more expect I have more expectations of a dude who's played basketball at a high level for four years than a dude who didn't in one. Uh, me, not because me. Ben Simmons, 
because we had Ben Simmons couldn't even get LSU into the tournament. These are facts. But he got drafted. He he's a one and done. For what did he do in that one year to make you think that he was going to be good? He he is a Ben Simmons is a one of a kind type of dude though. Like based off of his game that year, like he was. But he was think about one of a kind dude. A six foot ten. Now this is Adam. This is Adam Morrison. A six foot ten guy who can handle and play on the perimeter and can extend the floor with his jump shot. Who does that sound like? Seen Doug McDermott do shit like that before. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like a guy to me that plays that long at, in college. You like most of the time, guys usually show their potential one, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. That's the era we was living in, though. Like in that time frame, one to maybe two years. Usually, a guy stays all. Like Tim Duncan would have been left. He stayed all four years because he was trying to graduate with his girlfriend that became his wife. He could have easily left. But that's but he didn't though. That the whole thing is like everybody stays for different reasons. People leave for different reasons. But think, you just you just can't say, oh, because because he played four years, I'm not gonna draft him because he was in school too long. That makes no, no I'm sense. I'm not saying you don't draft him. I'm saying I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have drafted him as high as Jordan drafted him. Everybody was drafted Adamson Morrison, Adam Morrison that high. Not at what he was three top three? Third pick in the draft. I wouldn't yeah, but to Jordan, like Jordan is like to me, I don't think he's a great GM at all because I think- I'm not saying that he is. What I'm saying is everybody f's up draft picks. It's not an exact science. Oh, you absolutely but, but right. That's what I was you saying in the beginning. But he, I, he how do we decipher? How, so how do we decipher what's a bus? Is everybody that a team drafts that doesn't pan out to what the team's expectations are is a bus? So every bad GM out there that drafts badly. Those guys that they drafted automatically become busts. How do we decipher as, dope, the bus as good as a GM as Bob Myers was? Was Jonathan Wiseman a bust or not? Yes, he's a bust. Um, I don't know because he's he's starting to look solid. Uh, in fucking Washington. We're not, and he's on his third team. Yeah, but he's all about opportunity, baby. A lot of it's, he it's had not, opportunities. That's the thing. Bro, see now you change it to the right opportunity. Opportunity is opportunity. I can't really, I can't really call that opportunity. opportunity. That's what I mean by right opportunity. The Golden State, that's another team that just so happened to be so bad that year that they earned that type of pick, but they still chasing rings. Should have took and you don't have no you don't have time to grow with a team that's chasing rings, bro. You don't have no time to develop. Why not? Because they they strengths aren't going to be played through you if you're developing. But he doesn't. You don't have to play through someone to have them develop. Just go play your game. It's less pressure on you at that point in time. If you come from a a, a system where they plan through you, it's going to be tougher for you to adjust. You, you they drafted him the to be a seven foot version of Draymond Green. No way. No way. We're it's actually drafting to be more of a stretch big because that was the, stri- the offense. What, we I said a seven-foot version of Draymond Green. Draymond Green is their five. He, he not a they, when they When they ran their pick, their goal was for when they ran their pick and roll with the five that you would have to respect Jonathan, Wise, Jonathan Wiseman's jump shot because he can shoot mm-hmm. it from range. Right. When, they run it with, when they run it with Draymond, you don't have to respect it because Draymond can't shoot. Exactly. So you can do that and develop in that system while they're still trying to win championships. 
Right. But but his problem was defensively he struggled. And rebounds. And rebounding. Right. But, now tell me why a seven-foot motherfucker got a problem rebounding. Because <laughs> I, mean, I don't think got a problem, but the no, game, the game, not really. Why, why getting his feet off the ground? Who? Kevon Looney. It's Kevon Looney. Looney don't got a problem rebounding, even though his feet got jumped his feet off the ground. He got magnets on his fucking thumb, nigga. And he's still gonna get you twelve rebounds. Magnets on his thumb. I mess with Looney. Yeah, Looney, my boy. But now all I'm because saying he, is, we, because we gotta, there's something because I want to move. I want to move on. Yeah, I'm just we, saying there's we, something we in gotta, your chest we, that we gotta have some way to define what's a bust on a player and what's a bad draft pick by a team. Because Kwame Brown could just been a bad draft pick by the team, and that's what I think it is. And I think that's what Buop is going. It's like if Kwame goes to any other team, like you said, if, if everybody was going to take Kwame. Do you not think that other teams would have gave him the chance to develop or found out what his strengths were, found a way to work on his weakness? Because even though one way might work for one player to develop, it not, might not work for the for another, for, the, for another player. So you might think Kwame needs to be developed this way, or these are the methods that we're going to use to make him develop. But that's probably not the methods that worked for him. And and I get that it's like, yeah, he, he's a man. He got to buck up at some point. But sometimes, bro, when your mental is gone, that shit is gone. You, no matter how hard you yeah, fight you, to get it back, play, it's not everybody. It ain't you. You can say that. You can say that. But don't he was in it twelve years, so that's I mean, what I'm saying. They did have faith in him. They did offer him a five year contract. He's a seven foot dude. You can't teach height. Tall niggas stay in the NBA all the all the time. Mm, they did have faith in him, so I can't really say that that he was a bust because they did Look, offer him a five year contract. Eleven. That boy was out. He just, turned, he just turned it down, and then went to the Lakers. You said who blew up? Larue Martin. <laughs> Drafted number one in the 72 draft. That boy was out the league by seven. I wasn't even sperming my daddy nuts. I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> but you <laughs> hey, what I'm saying is that he was drafted to a team that needed his services. They gave him the keys to the city. He just wasn't good enough. There is not no every number so one. Jay Willibus. No, yes. No, hell no, man. He's a bust and he's stupid. They told you not to get on the motorcycle. Yeah. Okay, st st stupid. Okay, <laughs> that was dumb. Wait. Oh shit, bro! Leave my boy Jay Williams alone, man. Hold on, wait. I'm not. I'm not about to argue this stupid point, but uh, no, no, I don't think. I don't think he is. He wasn't a bust. Man's can't ride the motorcycle, bro. Like, oh my what god! If he, what if he wanted a more efficient way to travel? A freak accident ruined his career. Yeah, his fault. He wanted a more efficient way to travel. You know, he used to ride the motorcycle, but freak accident. Gas mileage is actually very efficient. All right. I would like to move on from this. I would like to move on. I stayed a little too long. I should have moved on when I felt like when I told myself. No, no, it wasn't your fault. I wanted to keep going. All right. So Adam Silver says, has some comments on the league changing. Basically, he was just saying that, you know, in the 90s, it got too physical, which I don't agree with that. Because when basketball started, it was way more physical than it was in the 90s. But he said basketball in the 90s got way too physical. So, yeah, they changed some rules to make it more entertaining. But he's saying they're going to change some more rules to give some of those things back to the defense, end of the, uh, defense side of the ball so they can be a little bit more physical. 
Um, what are you guys' thoughts on Adam Silver's comments? I'm gonna start with you, DJ. He's absolutely right. Uh, not with not with the basketball too being too physical in the '90s because that's a load of crap. Um, but give him give him back more allowance to the to, to the defense. Yes, they need to do that. We just what we had four four players in the in the last week or the la five players. Hey, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. We're getting to that. You know, so fuck it, like, mix it in, DJ, mix it in. Like it's it's freaking ridiculous. I played sixty they, they plus scored. points, four of them in the last week. Go ahead, DJ, mix it in. I'm trying to tell you, like it's it's crazy. There's no defense being played. I don't care what anybody says. The zone is harder to score against. Listen, get out of here. Like Look. this is this is this is freaking ridiculous. They can't play defense. If you touch the damn touching, if you sneeze on somebody, they call in the foul. These Luke dudes are getting to the line of the slow motion. Yeah. I mean, like it's yes, they, they need to give some of that stuff back. They absolutely do. It's too offensive oriented. The offense is too favored. It's kind of like the same thing with football as well. The offense is too favored. It's ridiculous. It, 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 it's a game that it you're supposed to be physical in. Let them be physical. Moo. Hey man, I mean, I listened to the interview and what he said and what he was talking about with Kevin Garnett, and it's kind of tied into what Paul Pierce was saying. Um, it's blended together, mix it all, mix all that shit they, together. They make it hard, bro. Like they make this shit hard as fuck for defenders. And it's like at some point in time, like like you said, the rules are gonna have to change. But I just say, fuck it, bring back hand checking, man. Fuck shit. That was that was the ultimate change of the fucking game to me. Like when they took away hand checking, like that's when uh like that's when that's when defenders I felt like had the short hand of the stick, like they couldn't really defend how they wanted to defend. Um, so I say, shit, bring that shit back, man. Shit, let these motherfucking defenders get their fucking work. I used to love seeing the, the a league to where you know defenders got their shine. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't just the offensive centric game and motherfuckers just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trading buckets, bro. Like, goddamn, somebody get a stop, bro. Shit, stop ball, something. You feel me? So I I, I hope to see a better, more efficient change to where defenders are uh have some way, shape, or form of equal the fucking advantage on the playing field shit. Do what? <clears throat> I mean, for the guys that still actually play defense, they gonna benefit <laughs> from it. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> definitely think I definitely think the hand checking to be key because it's a perimeter driven league right now. So that'll help some of these defenders, but it's still gonna it's gonna be the mentality. Do you actually want to stop this motherfucker now? Because I still think that's the biggest problem. I don't. I don't think it's so much that it's the uh, the rules. The rules yeah. Change. I think the players don't care about defense that much. That's, that's what a I good point too. I don't see them out there digging in like the Pat Bevs of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, like you, uh, I just two holidays of the world. The Jimmy Butlers, the Kawhis, they not out there really digging in, bro. Like you, you got to take pride. Defense is effort, bro. It's want to. You gotta want to. You gotta want that. So, like, if the players don't want that, there is no rule change that's gonna change anything, bro. Like, it's just gonna be the the players that actually been playing defense. They gonna be a little bit more physical and can get away with things. That's essentially all it would be. That's a good point, Mel. Yeah, no, nah, I'm. You know, I'm piggyback off everybody on that. It's just defenses want to and. They can change the rule all they want. The problem is you got a bunch, you got a generation that grew up not playing defense. Like, so it doesn't matter if you change it. They're so used to just playing free basketball the way that they do that 
it don't matter to them. They're going to keep playing basketball the way that they do it. And, you know, it's a one-two. You got to want to line up across from that guy. Look at him. You got to – I'm. you're not going to score 20 points tonight. You're not going to do it. Not to me. Like, you got to you gotta see Luka scoring 73. And at some point, you got to tell yourself he is not scoring another basket without – like, basketball is a contact sport. Okay, it's a contact sport. There's no contact in this sport no more. Even yeah, in the nineties, the they would have pieced Luca up. Like they they <laughs> took 12, the big man out of the at game. So now they would have pieced his ass up. I, I think that plays yeah. in the world changes though. I, I think that plays in the world changes though because there's more fouls being called than ever, bro. Like that's that plays. I think that directly plays into it. Like you got these refs so fucking whistle happy that any goddamn thing that they see you. Can flinch at somebody wrong, bro. The line so they get paid, bro. You can flinch at somebody wrong, bro, and it, it's a fucking whistle, dog. Like it's crazy. It, so at some point in time, oh, you tried to swing right, on me, ejected. Like, and, excuse me. And and this is the thing, right? This is the thing. You have even just this year, you have players literally getting ejected for arguing calls, and then you have coaches getting fined for arguing calls for foul disparities. Like at some point in time. Like Lakers. it's not, it, it's not, it's not just, it's not just the, the players that, that is, that is, I mean, it's a mentality thing. Like they're out there playing defense, but when you're getting penalties or when you're getting fouls, it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I swear. If you literally watch the, if you watch any game, I'm watching a fucking the Kings and Grizzlies game right now. Anybody commit a foul that, that the player personally don't think it's a foul. You can watch the replay. And be like, that's not a foul. They're literally telling the ref, bro, what do you want me to do? They're asking him during the game right there. What do you want me to do? Because if you say that's a foul, and I'm looking at it on the film, and my coach is looking at it on the film, and everybody in this motherfucking court in this arena see it's not a foul, but you call it a foul, you tell me as a ref, what am I supposed to do? Steph Curry got a foul called on him for boxing out. Yeah, that's wild. And what is he supposed to do with, with that? You feel me? So at some point in time, the, you, Adam Silver, you got to address those rules, bro. Like... It is. It does have definitely come Shit, down to it's a rule rules thing. for the refs right. too. I agree with you. Yeah, rules for the refs. Something, bro. You got to start giving the refs. refs have, or I think the refs definitely that, need to that's have. That's not okay. The refs they, need to get fined. Yeah, something like yeah, they get something. limited five whistles a game. Mike Brown like, busted that. out a laptop. He busted out a laptop. He busted out film during a presser and said, "Look, look at all these fucking missed calls. These niggas missed, and look at all the shit that they called." So if you're going to tell me that I have to keep putting my players in this position, but they're going to keep getting foul calls, I'm going to keep having to bench players or potentially sit players because they're going to keep fouling out. And then when I come up here and complain about it and I'm going to lose money, then something got to give. Like something got to change. That the rule that they put in place that the Lakers have to have 40 free throws a game, they need to get rid of that. I mean, you can't even say that, bro, because uh, freaking Darko Militis just said the same thing about the Raptors. Few weeks a few weeks ago and he got fined too. Yo, and they didn't play the Lakers. Crazy. <laughs> Mel, you better watch what you say before you get fined too. Man, bro, man's yeah. man's went off. Bro, he, he went off on the presser, bro. He didn't play the Lakers. So it's like at some point in time, bro, like the free no, but the Lakers, the, the Lakers stuff is ridiculous. They played Golden State the other day. They shot 50 free throws. Trust me, I know Steph only shot three. I don't I um hey, we're breaking me, that game down a little bit. Like yeah, we are. Oh, I didn't want to bury myself alive for that. But oh. it's, at some point in time, okay. the refs, they, like now. Adam Siller and the refs, they got to start, they got to change some shit, bro, because this shit is, it's really getting egregious at this point. Like, it, it's it's damn near blatant. All right. 
I mean, I agree with all you guys. It is. I'm one. I want to. I want to know what he means by changing rules. What rules is it? Are they looking to change? What new rules are they <laughs> looking to implement? What 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 is what is he going to do to make the game more physical? That, like you said, like you guys say, that doesn't allude to there being more foul calls because you can't make the game more physical in today's game and don't think the Revs are not going to call those foul calls. So, um, gonna, you know, my thing is, there's going to be contact if you go to the if you go to the paint. Like, if you go to the paint, you're going to go for a layup. Like this, this body, like you're going to get hit. Like, but you still got to maintain yourself and go up and make this layup. As long you know, as you don't end up on the ground, there's go, there should be a, a level of physicality while going into the paint. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I was just telling my brother the other day. Do these players even do drills with the pads where they get hit as they're going up for a layup now? No. I don't I don't even think that nope. I don't even think that exists anymore. Oh, coach back in the day used to fuck oh, you okay. up with that pad. Yeah. Uh, what? Yep. You will get hit stick out the air with that pad. Gosh, was going up for a layup. Hmm. Nope. We, we used to have to practice for contact going just because you're gonna hit, you're gonna run into bodies, bro. Yep. And yes, shout out to Chris. The sad part is they will be. They will be literally changing the rules, not for the players, even though they're they saying it's for the players. They're doing this for the fans. Like, they do it for fans. Yeah. Old school basketball. Well, he did say to make it more entertaining. So. Yeah, I mean, because – but he really mean to make it fairer, like, for a defender. Like, not – the game is – No, I'm talking about the way the, the way the game is. Like, how you say it's for the fans. He, he, he said that the game changed. They changed the rules to make it more entertaining. Yeah, he not they, that not not they're going to change rules to make it more entertaining. He's saying they changed the rules in the past to make the game more entertaining. Agreed. Now they're going to try to get some that hard nose defense back. I guess I don't know how you do it. That, that but that's what I'm simply saying. Like he's what he's what they're still doing. Like you know, to me is that they're changing the rules because there's still uh, a a surplus of fans that came from that era of basketball where we we appreciate the defender being able to have somewhat of i ain't gonna say an advantage but to be able to to fix it up a little bit like damn like back in can the you day, imagine if you could hand check james harden on his triple step back man, think about right. this Buah, you mean the travel y'all will understand this back in the day they were called basketball players not two-way players yeah, this nigga said he got the motherfucking delorean Wait, though. He said james harden got the delorean on his feet right, the <laughs> he got the time travel the first can't time get I that gather step. heard the term two-way player was with Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I truly heard that term. And a, that's a ba a basketball player is a two-way player. You're supposed to be able to play offense and defense. So on both sides of the ball, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, like that's just the term that they started to me throwing out. To, like, when you was really, really good on both sides of the ball, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They wasn't When, when it came to Kawhi, yeah. yeah. They, when, no, they weren't even. Kawhi was still a baby in San Antonio, and they was calling him like he's mm -hmm. one of the best two way players. They started doing it with Clay Thompson. That's Clay another Thompson, yeah. Clay Thompson, Thompson, yeah. One of the best. Paul George. The, Paul George. Paul George. Mm -hmm. These are the guys that started. They Carme no, not Carmelo. No, not Carmelo. Don't George. do that. Why y'all gotta do that? <laughs> <laughs> Next segment. Hell no, not Carmelo. Next, next, Carmelo. next segment. Let's see. Yeah, Carmelo segment. was. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Next segment. Why Melo got catch strays? Melo didn't do nothing to nobody. She said next segment. Let's go.
Anyway, five players scored over 60 points, four of them in the last week. Just to throw that back in there, uh, because DJ did mention it. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, Embiid missed his fifth straight Denver game, which is crazy. Is he ducking smoke, man? Um, uh, if it's five straight, you can't. I mean, what else is it? He's it's five straight in Denver. In Denver. Like, oh, in Denver. Have yeah, he busted his ass in Denver. Philly. Yeah, they played earlier. He busted his ass in Philly. He busted Joker's ass in Philly, and then he sat out Denver. Last year, bust Joker's ass in Philly, sat out in like, Denver, bro. Okay, he don't like the high altitude in Denver. That's what I was about to say. He don't like the house. He said, we, we, we only play on my home court. <laughs> I agree. I'm not going to lie. I agree with Mel because that's what I was going to say. He, he don't like the altitude. Now, they said he, uh, they did say in B that he was, he was going to play. And then uh, when he was out there uh, for shoot around, he, he couldn't get off the floor. Uh, his knee swell up. So the NBA is investigating to see why 15 minutes before the game that they list him as. Um, well, some people, you might, he might have. Uh, I don't mean I don't know because I do know like there are NFL players when they go to play the Broncos that they can't play because their right body re- their bodies react totally different to the atm- to the altitude. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Clark, Ryan Clark, Ryan Clark. So yeah. it could be it could be that, or he yeah. just could be ducking Joker. I don't know. Ducking Joker. You could have bitchitis and not want to play. He wouldn't play him nowhere. That's what that means to me. Like he wouldn't play the man. Right, no so way. is he partially dunking him? I don't think I he like partially dunking him. I I don't. I think we know Joel and B to have an injury like played career for the most part. Like I ain't gonna say played, but like he's, he's hurt games. He's five always, years in a row though. Five years in a row. That's not five years. But that but, is five years because they ain't different conferences. Damn son, <laughs> why you do him like that? Play. I gotta know, bro. Like I play. You never <laughs> see my man's at the crib, like ever. What? Nigga always gotta come to your shit. Nigga always he ain't never gonna visit Boop. He ain't never gonna visit. Can't never pull up to my boy crib and give him the word. I mean, I'm just saying, gang. You feel me? Just I'm one time in Denver. Can we just see it one time in Denver? You feel me? Like we seen it in Philly. We can't see it in Denver. You can't I mean, get in my house city. The only way y'all getting that in. Only way y'all getting that in Denver is if they both make the finals. There's no other way you're gonna see it. Man, that nigga better pull up to Denver with the pack and say. Put a pound in the middle of the court, man. Stop playing. Like, do something, bro. I don't know. Sweeten up the pot, bro. But you, man, take your ass to the mile high city. You already a mile high in the air. Your ass tall as fuck. So you, you probably miss an oxygen up there anyway. You'll be fine. Nigga, get a motherfucking said, gas mask or a fucking oxygen But he just went higher, though. On the sideline. Okay. Said, I do not and want to play. Nigga, get some goddamn extra oxygen and you'll God, be I'm fine. I'm telling you, that nigga going to get to one game left. And B's going to get to one game left. He got to miss one more game. He's out of the race for MVP. They're going to start that nigga, tip the ball off, foul whoever they got to foul, and sit this nigga on the bench. <laughs> I would literally die laughing. Based off the season that the man is having, like, like I don't think he ducking no smoke right now. No, I'm not saying he ducking, but come on, bro. Like, every time, every time. It ain't every time. Denver, every time you get to Denver. Specifically like, in Denver. Like, not, Denver, not, not, when, they, not like, when they head to head. But has, he ever, has he Denver. ever played in Denver? I think once. Yes, he done played in Denver. He's been in the league since what 2015. <laughs> yeah, he played there once, learned learned the motherfucking weather up there, looking at, and then he said, "I'm not going there no more." 
Man, so he ain't trying to go fuck with the Rocky Mountains, bro. He said, you got to come see me. Hey, bro, so I got, he said, well, I got to use three different oxygen takes with three different Hey, man, to be fair, to, 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 to be fair, that altitude thing is ridiculous. It, it's crazy. I remember as a kid going to Blue Ridge uh, in North Carolina in the mountains at the highest peak. It was crazy walking around. I, just saying. I don't know man, if any I of y'all have been weed. to Denver. I smoke weed, and I was just in Denver. Like, I was just in Colorado a few months ago. My and I was ready fine. for that shit. <sighs> yeah, he better stop being a bitch. Yes, Get your ass up there and play. That's totally different. You gotta play a sport though. That yeah, don't matter. I play football. Do I not? Nigga, that I nigga said I played ready a sport. Right now. You, you, you played in Denver. I got season to get ready for it right now. I, I I worked out in Denver with that high ass altitude. He said, worked he out said, at twenty four, squatting and ran. I worked my lungs and I out. smoked blunts. I don't smoke papers. I smoke blunts. Okay, blunts, yeah. big lungs. Okay, tell them stop big lungs. Fucking go play in Denver. Yeah, I'm trolling. Yeah. I'm, I'm tripping now. Yeah, go your ass out there and fucking play. Nah, that shit yeah. is different. I was I out there. Fucking, that shit hit get me out there, and work out. You can out there fucking run around for fucking an hour, weenie. Yeah, I'm he on you, MVP. He said weenie. Yeah, play, players intentionally duck Denver, though. They hate playing in freaking Denver. You hear all the there's stories everywhere from football and basketball. They do not like playing there. I think you niggas yeah, need to that's, that's different. Match and stop being some weenies. Oh, um, I think I think we're done with that. But real quick, just I didn't I didn't name it. I just respassed it. The five players that did score the plus sixty was Embiid seventy, Cat sixty two. Lucas 73, Booker 62, and Giannis 64, when he was like, give me the ball. That is my fucking ball. Can I ask a question? Boo, I wanted to say something. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you want me to go? Go ahead, man. No, I just had a, I had a problem with uh, Minnesota's coach talking about how Cat was being selfish. Cat was being selfish, hell. Oh, because he was trying to get 70. But that's right. Hey. On the damn night that in Joel Embiid scores 70, if I have the chance to score 70, you let me score 70. Like, this is like, he's, because he tried to make it seem as if, like, you know, that cat was just going the road. But if the dude is hot, the dude is hot. Like, well, you, the, the team acknowledged that too. And they literally, literally said, like, we just got out of his way and let him, let him, let him work. And, and that's what most teams do. Once you see a dude is cooking, you keep letting him cook. Like Look, you go do your thing. You don't switch to cook in the kitchen every two hours. Hey, if he cooking what? in there, don't change the season. Like, you don't. You don't just <laughs> switch to cook in the kitchen every two hours. He stays eight hour shift. He doesn't work two hours and go home. Yeah, I just didn't, I don't know I what restaurant like, you work at. I didn't like but, the coach coming in and saying that. That was kind of stupid. Yeah, I think they crazy. really don't like Carl Anthony Towns. They don't. They don't at all, bro. It's that picture. I don't know who they who they hate more over there though. Do they hate Carl Cat or do they hate Rudy Gobert? I don't know who they hate. Because I've never seen I've never seen a coach look at a player who just scored sixty some odd points and then be like, Yeah, fuck that. He shouldn't have did it. He needs eight more points to catch (laughs) Yo, that's wild. You think about the the way you say it like that. That's wild. That's like that's crazy. I've never seen a coach do that. I've just just weird to me when I I was like you don't like there's nothing there's nothing he can do to get love in that city. He needs to go. That's just me. They don't he they're not gonna they are not going to appreciate Cat until he gone. Man, I think this one for you. What? What's nasty? A t- Tim Timberwolves coach or ATL players carrying when Luca has 70 plus. 
what's what ATL's plays? I don't know about the ATL stuff. I don't know about it either. He's, I'm guessing some player cared about Luca having 70 plus. Oh, I guess he scored eight. He scored the 70 on on Atlanta. Um, I mean, does Atlanta that mean they started playing defense? They, I think I the know, I'm they, still, I'm gonna go with the coach. They never. Mm. I don't think they ever started playing defense that day. Yeah, yeah, I think the they left the, the defense in the locker hate. room. The, the coach was straight up dry hate. I think they left the. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that would be like the Phil Jackson on his own play. He about like, nah, to get the bus treatment. That coach to get the bus treatment. He better stop playing. He about to get the Giannis treatment. Rather make they about to make some some allegations up on him, and he done for. Um, I gotta figure out. I gotta look into that uh buck coach though and see if more stuff came out. Oh, it so did. Well, All right. So I do this little thing on the show called On This Day. I don't think we did it last week or did we? Hey, last week? I think it started. Hey, we did. Hey, I think not, not to cut you out, Troy, but ahead, I boy. wanted to say this about Luca though. Seventy three. I do think Luca could play in the nineties though. I don't give a fuck how much they beat dude up. His game just like he his moves game so slow though. I don't think yeah. he Larry moves I mean, so slow too. Exactly. Oh shit. That's exactly. Funny. Exactly. Like he got game like that, bro. And he he not afraid of these boys, man. He was raised to play like like this, bro. Like he he played his own pace. Paul <laughs> Pierce. Motion. Paul Pierce moved slow. But mm -hmm. the buckets was real. Real. It was real. People <laughs> forgot the buckets. But the difference with Paul Pierce is that Paul Pierce wasn't bringing the ball up court and doing all of this stuff. Luca is bringing the ball up. His chest out. He looks mouth open. Head up. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. And then that nigga finna give you two dribbles and finna give you the coldest Euro step and take you to the some, basket. Some I remember best. Paul Pierce, man. That nigga used to come up with the belly hanging. You feel me? Pass <laughs> out. It I got some good ones. Mouth and open, tell you. And tell headband you to the side, and then boom, boom, give you that two-step, give you the Euro, and hit you with the reverse lefty at the basket with the foul, and then, yeah! Old man you. game, that's right, Chris. Tell you. Hey man, I'm finna I'm finna do this to you. I'm finna let you have this. Right, like, and it's gonna be real slow, and you still got it done yeah. up on you. Certain certain players got that. Luca got that bill. Now these I ain't, I think Embiid could still play in the nineties. I don't know about Cat. <laughs> After that picture I seen with Boogie Cousins, he definitely can't pay to play in the nineties, bro. He damn near cried on that matchup. I don't I don't know he about Cat. No I don't know about Cat. I think Giannis. I don't think he putting up necessarily fifty. Giannis maybe. is straight big man in the in the nineties though. But he he he, he don't play in the post he, like that. He, he, but that's what he gonna have to. He he no he wouldn't because he would still be able, he would still he would still be able to rebound the ball and go coast to coast like how Shaq and David Robinson and shit used to do them things to people. Yeah, like yeah, he didn't get that many opportunities. Coach go one throw it up. He was still those opportunities would be so limited though. Yeah, coach you still want to get it to his point guard. No, 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 no. Like Shaq used to do this. I'm pretty sure they wanted to get that. Yeah, but it wasn't on every out. trip. Right. But no. if you see Shaq was throwing that thing up the court too, a penny was up the court. But but that's what I'm saying. Like when you still a athletic specimen like he is, like you still gonna be able to do some things he's no, doing. Like athletic, yes. But I'm saying yeah. the style of play wouldn't allow it. It's different. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. if the style of play, like, yeah, you still like don't necessarily like running through him through the post like that, like even though that's kind of what coaches probably would want him to do, like get out on the box and stuff like that, you still could because Giannis is still a problem down there. He just don't have go-to moves. 
He still can that'll bully. Be, and that'll be his biggest problem. He ain't got no moves. I don't think that'll be a problem. Like, because I still don't think it's only a handful of guys that could have Shaq would tell you. Here. Shaq would tell you it's a problem. No, Shaq could say a lot of things, but Shaq like, would tell you it's a problem because he said it for Dwight Howard for a long time. No, I don't believe that. I would get some go-to moves. It would need some go-to moves. He would need some go-to. That's why I said he. I don't think he's going to score what he scored. Like I don't think that. I still think Giannis in that era would be a twenty. He whatever whatever you thought Sean Kemp was, he'd be slightly better. No, because he didn't play in the block like Kemp. You crazy, man. I feel like he would have played. He said, you crazy, man. I'm done. Come on, man. Anyway, back to my segment. On this day, I got some interesting ones. I'm going to do this every week. This is going to be a new segment. So Friday, this was Friday, January 29th, 1960. Will Chamberlain uh, on the Philadelphia Warriors pulled down 39 rebounds against Boston. And on a Tuesday, January 29th, 1963, Will Chamberlain Scored 62 points against the Knicks. Damn. Friday, January 29, 1965, Jerry West of the Los Angeles Lakers scored 53 points on the Cincinnati Royals. Sounds like a baseball team. Um, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, January 29, in 1983. I do not know how to say this guy's last name. Kelly Tripucker of the Detroit Pistons scored 56 points. Uh, on the Chicago Bulls, and then in January 29-84, we got the East defeated the West in the 34th NBA All-Star Game, and they had 17,500 fans in Denver. Dan, it was in Denver there. <gasps> um, Tuesday, January 29-85, three-time All-Star Marcus Saul was born in what? Spain. And what? Spain, but what comes before Spain? What was the city? Barcelona. Barcelona, Spain. There you go. Thank you. All right. Friday, January 29th, 1988. Ben on Benjamin. I don't know how to say that nigga name. He had 10 blocks. Yeah, he had 10 blocks for the Clippers. And then Michael Jordan had 10 steals um, against the Nets. And now we get into the 90s. I think I mentioned this guy. But Monday, January 29, 1990, one-time All-Star Anthony Mason made his NBA debut for the Nets, and they lost that game to the Dallas Mavericks. Great debut, Anthony Mason. All right, and then we get the two recent ones. And Monday, January 29, 18, Blake Griffin was traded from the Clippers to the Pistons. That didn't go well. Um, and then in 2023, Giannis scored 50 points on this day. That's what's up. Some interesting stuff there. A lot happened today. Yeah, some interesting stuff today. That ten steals, that ten steals is wild, and the ten blocks is wild too. That's on the same day. That's crazy. On the same day. I I, I guarantee you that has never been done again, bro. There's no way that's ever been done. Ten blocks. That nigga lost the ten steals. Oh, MJ won. That's that's a ridiculous stat. (laughs) Who broke who broke that record? Kendall Gill. Who broke what work record? The, the 10 steals in the game. I don't know. That, that, I think that is Kendall Gill record. Kendall Gill, I think he had like, he had like 11 or 12. Yeah, I think Kendall Gill got the most steals in NBA history. All right. It's what they've been waiting for. Y'all ready?
All right, and we're back with another NBA breakdown. And today we have the double overtime thriller, Lakers versus Warriors. And I ain't going to waste no time. You know we got to jump right into it, and you know who I'm kicking it to. I'm kicking it to Boo Up. I did not know that's who he was going to kick it to. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a great game. I watched a little bit of it at the end. Uh, uh I'm gonna say this. It's it's like because I don't want people to always think we can't show certain players love. We can't. That was a phenomenal game no, by man. LeBron James. No, man. hold on, boy. I got you. I got you, boy. Go ahead, boy. It, it 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 truly was, bro. The man no. is thirty nine years old. <laughs> like to have a game where you put up thirty six points, twenty rebounds, twelve assists, bro. You led the team in everything, bro. At thirty nine years old, bro. Who? LeBron James. That was a hell of game that was a hell of a game from the man like no matter no matter how you try to chop that man like like the man like for what that was what what that was two overtimes three yeah two overtimes double overtime bro to to be at that age he played 48 minutes bro like you gotta tip your head out to him and then same thing with Steph 46 points, seven assists in 43 minutes. He's going to be 36 years old. Like, just just shout out to them. But this, to me, is a tell of two teams that ain't on shit right now. <laughs> Simply put, like, they ain't on shit. This is these are two bad ball clubs. The Warriors being at the end of their dynasty right now. You can see the frustration all over stuff right now, man. Like it's sad. Like he tearing his jersey up and shit. Like it's bad, bro. Like he wanna tell management so bad. I know he probably just wanna call Bob and be like, look, what can we get for Clay and Dre? I don't care no more. I just can't publicly do it. I just I don't want to be the guy to do it. Y'all just gotta do this for me. Get them boys up out of here. Get Andrew out of here. Me and Kaminga, find us some help, bro. He the future. You can't let him go. But we gotta get rid of Clay and Dre. We should have probably got rid of Andrew to get after he won the title. His value was, was up there. They was calling him the, the one of the best number two options in the league and all that shit. And he looks like a fifth option, like a motherfucker right now. He he's back, <laughs> folks. He's back. So like you know, like I'm just saying, like, and then when you look at the Lakers, it's just like goddamn, like man, great game, but like you know what I'm saying, like y'all, bro. 
It's just not looking good, bro. LeBron James should not be 39 years old playing 48 fucking minutes, bro. Like, it's, 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 it's just bad, bro. AD should have a game. AD should be the motherfucker with 36 and 20. Not Brian. Motherfucker. AD played. I guess I mean, Mel's turn. Yes, it's Mel's turn. Go ahead, Mel. Go ahead. Hey, I promise you, before Mel, Mel, right before you go, I promise you, I thought Troy pushed something on the soundboard because that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> nah, it's like, look, man. What you want to say about AD? <clears throat> what did AD had? What 30? Oh, wait, 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 29 it? to 13. 29 and 13. He didn't yeah. play like the two middle quarters. He played 45 minutes. That's because he played all the overtime in the fourth quarter, but he I'm missed the whole minutes. Year. I'm five minutes each, man. That's 10 minutes. So don't give a fuck about that shit, man. Thank when you. Did they get, when did AD get hurt? I don't, I'm not aware. I'm not aware. I didn't watch the full game. Yeah, I watched the two overtime. Okay. And then he came back in what the, I guess somewhere in like late in the third quarter, early fourth okay. quarter, something like that. <clears throat> and he still put up 29 and 13. But it's this is about I don't like the officiating. I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna go on my LeBron rant and, and go crazy. <laughs> Just take little parts. We we gotta move it along. Okay. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my points. The officiating that the Lakers get when they play games and this notion that they attack the basket more than other teams is a false because I watched Steph Curry. Steph, the game should have never went to overtime because Steph got fouled on the layup at the end of the fourth quarter. But neither here nor there, they didn't call it. There are too many times where Kaminga was going to the hole, when a lot of the Warriors were going to the hole, not getting calls. Like, when you have a discrepancy where a team shoots 50 free throws and then the other team shoots 10, how do you expect that game to – and to just, and to think that the Warriors lost by three? It's ridiculous. They lost by three or one? One. Did they lose one by point. one? Yeah, one point, yeah, one point. They lost by one. When someone shot three times the amount of fucking free throws as you, it's crazy. So I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna do my whole because everybody swears I hate LeBron James with every ounce of my soul, which I do. Quick green by LeBron. But <laughs> Stay man, track, I'm saying man. fuck Braun. I don't Stay care. Track, fuck bro. LeBron, bro. Hello, fuck Lakers. Fuck the rest the that reason that this. game. Fuck all of them who pulled up to the game. Fuck all the Laker fans who was in my goddamn DM after the game. Fuck all the Laker fans who was in my mention after the game. Fuck all y'all. Fuck LA. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. That weak ass fucking foul game. I knew somebody was going to explode. Fuck all that shit, bro. I watched that whole game start to finish. You want to know what I said? The whole game. Now your turn is over. Fuck Lakers. (laughs) Fuck LeBron. Fuck Darvin Ham, nigga. Fuck Jared Vanderbilt, nigga. Fuck AD. Fuck all them niggas. All of them. That's my breakdown. All right, DJ, it's on you. <laughs> well, let me just say one more thing go before ahead, DJ goes. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Mel. The re- okay. The Lakers just traded away the reason why they won that game. Okay, D'Lo is gone. He's on the Nets. He's probably gonna score about fifty for the next three weeks. The Nets took uh, him back. 
Yeah, they traded. That's how they got Dejounte Murray. What? I didn't see that trade. Y'all didn't see the trade. I put it in the chat. Y'all didn't see the trade. Yeah, the Lakers got Dejounte Murray. Hold on, I tell you. I don't see it on ESPN either. No, it's from ESPN. Yeah, I'm on ESPN app right now. I don't see it. Uh, who did I send it to? My brother. I didn't send it to y'all. Yeah, I don't see it on uh I don't on see that report anyway, either. Boy, I thought you I, I don't think you had I don't it. think they went through yet. I don't think it was the third team. Because it's this it's basically it uh, a Nets. my heart almost dropped. It's basically a three team trade. Maybe it didn't go through yet. The Lakers yeah, I don't see nothing the, yet. The Lakers would deceive would get DeJounte Murray, Spencer Dinwiddie. And the first round pick will go to the Hawks, and the Nets will get D'Angelo Russell. But we'll, we'll wait. Maybe I jumped the gun on Fuck it. Fuck like, I jumped the gun on it. My bad. I'm like Mel Kiper, and well, no matter who's the NBA. You're reporting it early. You heard it here first. I'm Woj. That's my fault. I probably that's Mel. He's not Woj. That's Mel. Fuck Los Angeles has a staff record label and is a Then motherfuckers <laughs> crew. And okay. if you down with motherfucking. You be down with LA Lakers. LA. Fuck you too. <laughs> All right, so hurt, hurt, we'll scratch that off. We'll reach that another time if when it happens. Who, Gino who hurt, hurt? Fuck you too. All you motherfuckers. All right, go ahead, DJ. All right, another two-hour show. Um, <laughs> facts. Good lord. Uh, I don't think LeBron played that great of a game either, Mel. For what it's worth, I think I think his stat line was amazing at the end. I just don't think yeah, he didn't. overall he played a really good. Game. He didn't. He didn't really play that great of a game. Still, still amazing on his part to have twenty rebounds in the yeah, game. Like, He's thirty nine. That's still yeah. yeah Final stat line was good. Stuff came from everybody uh, else. These these refs, bro. These refs got to be held. They somebody got to be fined for this one. This was just like the. This was a clinic on how poor the refereeing has been in the NBA. There's no way the Lakers should have won this game. There's absolutely no way the Lakers should have won this game. They shouldn't even been able to keep up. Granted, Bron did start off hot. I think he had like nine in the first quarter. He started off hot. Uh. But this is when you go back. It's, this is a a game by two of the greatest players of a generation just going at it. So yes, it was it was fun to watch because you know you watch you're watching Bron, you're watching Curry. You got to give you got to give them appreciation before they're gone because we're gonna miss them when they when when they're gone. We are. are we? You're not gonna miss LeBron, but there's a lot of people that will, Mel. That wasn't a great game from LeBron. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. I said it that. Wasn't. I, I think. I think he I think he played a good game. I don't I, I don't think it was a great game. Uh but nonetheless, man, we all know the Lakers shouldn't have won this damn game. Come on, man. Why shouldn't they yeah, win the game? There, there's there's no reason why the free throw disparity should be that big. Steph wanted that Steph wanted at the end of regulation. He should have gotten the facts. Foul. You even even if you give the Warriors seven more, seven more fouls. If you give them seven more fouls and they go to the free throw I'm, line I'm, and shoot, they're going to win this game. That, that, that free throw disparities, come on, boo. So, so, but I'm saying, like, I, I hit a free throws. But I'm saying, like, what are y'all saying? The, the the league want the Lakers to win, or what? What, what are we saying? I didn't. I didn't. I did not say the league. I, didn't say that. I just said there's a discrepancy. I just said it was. It was yeah, it was a poor. It was a poorly officiated game. No, what I said was the refs need to make that money line so they. Oh, they okay. Troy said that. <laughs> okay, they I didn't say that. Do. So listen. NBA players have said that if the refs want to cheat, you won't know because the nigga just give him twenty five thousand, and the nigga just make the, <laughs> the scoring line, and you never know. You never know. Well, it's not like Tim Donahue. It's not like the Donahue nigga when he was just fucking the games up. But, and but it's, it's, it's possible. Though, the, the Lakers led this game like throughout, like 
We had the whole game basically to the third. No, they, they were down they, 19 in the third quarter. Yup. Um, Golden State was Golden State was whooping their ass in the third quarter. Oh, listen, I don't know how your math works. Let me tell you how my math works. I was watching the game. I don't need I don't need math. I was watching the game. They did come, <laughs> back. They did come back from 19 and 30. They came back. They were down 19. Yeah. Boy, you said you watched the, the overtimes. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just still trying to listen. I'm, I'm they got blitzed to... coming out of halftime. The, the Golden State Warriors blitzed them coming out of halftime. So they must have went on there. Hold on. Let me do my math. They went on there. Because they outscored the Lakers in the third, 36 to 23. Okay. So they was up five going into the third, the Lakers. So what y'all telling me is that at some point in time, the yes. Warriors went on a 24 they did. Go watch the go, go on YouTube, watch the recap of the game. I, I'm not, I'm asking y'all, y'all, they went on a 24 to nothing run, right? Yeah. They did essentially to go up 19. Yeah, essentially. In the third quarter, they got blitzed. The the first half, the first seven minutes of that game, I think the Lakers only scored three points. Okay. In the third quarter. All right. Yeah, I mean, so at the end of the fourth, though, I mean, at the end of the the third quarter, the, the Warriors was up. Uh, eight. Yep, going into the fourth. And then in the fourth quarter, I think I think Golden State went six minutes and only scored like two points. Okay, I'm just still all I'm still saying. I I just know how the math works. Like I get it. I just think when what I look what I'm looking at is that it was still no matter what a back and forth type of game. Even if the, the the Lakers went down 19, I mean. It still was a back and forth game because that means the Lakers had to go on a run. They damn sales. They did get back in the game. So they did at the end of the third quarter. They went on a run. That's that's a back and forth game. Like for me, like that's why it obviously went into double overtime. So like I'm just saying, like granted, the Lakers is a physical team. They they during during the course of that type of game, it's possible to get that many free throws. It's possible. but the Warriors were doing the exact same thing and weren't getting the calls, is the point. I can understand that, too. I can understand that, too. All right, more on ref officiating later. Because we, I think we need to dive deep into ref officiating and kind of kind of de- debate that topic if, uh, if refs are really, like, fucking players out of games. Because it's getting too obvious now. For um, you know, some of these calls to be missed and some of these calls that to be made, even a Jason Tatum call that was missed when he clearly fouled Braun, like stuff like that. It's just like those type of calls, it should be no questions asked. Um, but it was a good game from both parties. Um, take nothing away from Braun, take nothing away from Steph. I can't Double wait for that top. on the, on the, this day. That when that um, day pops up, I can't wait. What that when that Braun foul when he jumped 27 feet in the air. Oh, on this day, Braun acted a fool. That shit should be on this day, basketball reference. That shit should should be on there. But anyway, now we're coming to the the, the closeout of the show. Uh, This is when we play our little, get our little game shows on and stuff like that. So I got Buat's favorite segment coming up. (laughs) Beat you to the middle finger, Buat. 1v1 me, bro. So anybody know Call of Duty? I'm going to say it every time I say it. 
You feel me? Till Call of Duty start paying us. But you know, if you know Call of Duty, you need to say something. Then you need, <laughs> then you, uh, <laughs> then you know what 1v1 me, bro, is. You need to right? say Paul's fucking tongue. I don't out. need to say 1v1 anything. 1v1 me, bro. Thank you. There's nothing gay about 1v1 me, bro. I don't understand. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with 1v1 me, bro. He just stood up. Like, that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird right there. But anyway, we got a 1v1 me, bro. This is the segment where we pin two basketball players I'm, up I'm, against I'm, each I'm other. Having, 1v1. I'm having a 1v1 me with my bro. <laughs> You're just trying to make it weird. Wow. Uh, you just trying to make it I'm, weird. I'm just yeah. like, no, I'm anyway, that's, this that's is the segment. Here. Oh, oh. Have a, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, take this blunt. Um, but anyway, this is a segment where we pin two players up against oh, each other, one v one, and we tell you guys who we got winning today. I got a really, 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 really good one. All right, I finally got a fucking good one. Um, so these guys don't be like it's a one so lopsided. All right, your your two that we got today is Mr. Shakem himself, Ellen Irison versus. Russell Westbrook, one v one me, bro. Who are you guys taking? This this is a phenomenal one. This is very good. Here they go. He said, "Here they go." This is a phenomenal one. Not gonna lie to you. I'm taking AI. You snap, Troy. I'm not gonna lie to you, boy. Mel, you say you take AI. Yeah, they, now he only getting up to get the blunt. You gotta give him a second. Yeah. Um, <sighs> No, I, I said, I said, I think Mel said he got AI. That's what, that's what I asked. Yeah, Mel did say he got AI. He said okay. it's easy. He got AI. Yeah. Yeah, I, man. I got Russell Westbrook. In a one on one basketball game? Yes. I got Russell Westbrook. Yes, I do. I got Russ, man. Rock the baby because he going to bully AI. <laughs> I got to start keeping score. It's three to one without me. That's Mel. That's the crew. From the time, from the time that you posted that, and I saw that was the one v one, I have been thinking about it, and I was like, "Bro, I'm going with Russ." I yeah, can't get some, to be the I, lone wolf. I, I was looking at him, and I told DJ this. I, I got a cheat sheet of one v ones. This why, this why, this one's so good. Uh, and they had Michael Beasley versus Delonte West, and I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what the fuck we doing here? Like, that's God not... In a 1v1? Yes. Michael, Michael, Michael Beasley, Beasley killing this nigga, man. Like, your favorite basketball player. Killing them, nigga. Like, what are we talking then about? Then I see K-Love versus Dennis Rodman. I'm like, uh, nah. Oh, but I, I said it on AI versus Westbrook. I think it's a good one. I like, was, I like that one. This was a good one, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I, I yeah, love the no. yeah, bro. But, but, bro, bro, Russ, like, like, there's nothing he can do to stop Russ. Literally, like, Russ is going to the rack every. Russ play, is dunking bro. on every him play. meanly every every play, play. meanly. How, how, how tall is Russ? Hey, Russ, you know you you know you can't bring the rim back to the to the touch up point, right? You got to leave the rim up there because Russ bringing that shit back with him. Fuck, fuck you mean he bringing that shit to the three-point line to check up with the rim like yo rush you got to put the rim back i don't know how you're going to score now i'm trying to do this new move put the basket between my legs because you like what no, shut up this yeah. little guy rush is blow by he's going right past him quick Listen. too quick too quick 
I want to hear Chris. If you're still in the chat, who you got? You got AI or you got Russell Westbrook I'm, in the I'm one? I'm telling you, man. I know you. I know what you're thinking, but it's not gonna be that, bro. Like, like, bro. Russ, Russ can like it, it, <laughs> even if it's three dribbles, bro. Russ, no, that's what we play has, by. Three bro. dribbles. If it's he's three dribbles, to... yes. Okay, bro. He's. I'm just going. Okay, getting... like this. I'm just going off of. I this I watched Allen Iverson. I mean, cook dudes that, are, that were bigger than him. He cooks them, cooks them offensively and defensively. Yeah. But it's okay. It's, it is cool. Like, I'm, I'm my cooks, part of biased cooks, AI. He cooks who defensively? AI. In one on one basketball. We're talking about one on one basketball. Yeah. Yes. I, how is he I was watching him. I watched him in Philly playing against dudes that were twice his size. Like, I seen it happen. Were they so, Russell Westbrook? Okay. And like I was I said, about to say the same thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Who are these guys? Tell me about one of these. I mean, Russ, Russ, Russ is an MVP, bro. Just like AI. Guys. I mean, like, tell me, tell me watched, one of these players. I watched like, him do. I watched what he did to Eric Snow. I watched what he did to Aaron McKee. I watched <laughs> oh, him. oh my god! None of those guys. <laughs> Wait, I knew so you were talking about. You said Eric Snow. That's the wrestler, bro. What you talking about? I know. So wait a minute. That's the guy around the head. Russell Westbrook's a better defender, or. Are they not all on the same level as the defender? Oh, I think Russ is a better defender. Aaron, okay. Russ, all right. The next, Russ all right. definitely the next. defense. Cool. Right. Russ and AI defensively? No, I said Aaron McKee and Eric oh, Snow. Maybe not. Oh, what about no. them, though, defensively? No, maybe not. They're the same as Russell Westbrook. Okay, so, like, I'm not – what I'm telling you, I'm not even saying Russ – like, bro, I'm not telling you that Russ – Going to really just slow down AI like like hey AI gonna get some buckets, but he need the ball first and he's going to miss a shot and then that's when it's going to be 11 0. Like, so, Russ. so, so, so 11 2. Russell Westbrook like, is not going to miss a shot, he's not going 100. percent No, because that nigga is dunking from the half court line, bro. I was gonna say, I, I guess, 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 so now we're playing NBA Jam, okay? From come on, no, man, man, man stop he it. He's dunking from the, from the free throw line every chance he get. he's taking off on that boy. Stop it, bro. You don't see this man come down the hill. Master Splinter New York Pizza Ninja, Ninja Turtle style and dribbles on my two like, to get by him, then he jump, bro. That's a dunk. right here. I don't know what you're talking even, about, bro. Like Raphael, I'm rush, bro. I'm just get off the tween, tween, accelerate. And I'm we going. Said, we said three dribbles. You done gave me four. Oh, but if, if we only give it AI three, it's the same shit. <laughs> you get AI three, cool. If you get rush three, he can. I would say. One strong chest drive, get off of me, spin off of him. He at the basket, Ninja Turtle style, like right there. He said, Nigga, I'm Master Splinter. Face them up if they get the ball 15 feet out, like no, most of these 1v1s be 15 feet out, bro. Stronger, one power dribble, spin. He at the basket, nothing AI can do. Right body, nice body, bodies. Yeah. What snow? What snowfall said? Bodies, bodies, bodies. That, that's what you gonna be catching up. Okay. Bodies. <laughs> so he's Franklin Saint. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, posting it up. Talk about is, posting it up. That boy. All right, here we go. I've been waiting for this moment all day. Let me tell y'all, a lot of people 
I'm referring to Kobe fans. Y'all just can't stand the fact that Kobe to me is in top five. I got him right. What? And it's disrespectful me to say oh there's been six players on planet Earth that were better than Kobe Bryant. Literally had somebody argue me down in my house last night over this nonsense. I simply said, I got Kobe in my top 10. I got him number seven. I think six players have been better than him all time. But for some reason, your Kobe fans just find it too damn disrespectful that I believe that other players are better than Kobe. I don't see the problem. I hear what and stuff in the background right now. I can't wait for y'all to get back in here and chime on this. I'm done. Go ahead, Troy. All right, moving along with the show. What are you going to say, Mel? I know you're going to say some shit. What are you going to say, Mel? We had two hours Almost. We had two hours. We, you know, in the post became in the post started as niggas supposed to say something, we supposed to move on, but now it's a, a little mini debate, motherfucker. Right, what, what, I meant to use my inside voice and it came out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, who, who yeah, is these six players, DJ? I know we go. I did it after the show because if we do it now, it's gonna be yeah, 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 yeah. In the show, yeah. in the show, right in the show. All right, question, question of the day. Mel and Buop, you guys did not hear the question of the day. So the question of the day is, you have the first round draft pick, and you are looking to trade it. (laughs) Who are you trading your first round draft pick for? Zion Williamson or Cade Cunningham? Zion. Zion. Because we're basing okay, this is the this is this is why I said before. Are we basing this off of the potential of the player or are we basing it off where they are right now today? Zion. If we're basing it off the potential of the player, give me Zion. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> what Lauren Hill said? <laughs> I mean, it's like what? What is we doing? Like, I get it, but I mean, like, you basically Zion is Zion, bro. Like, like, he's a one in the lifetime type of player, one in the generation. I'm stop saying lifetime. I'm saying one in the generation type of player. You know what I'm saying? Like, K, nice, but like, he's not Zion, bro. Like, so I don't, I don't. I don't want to trade my number one draft pick for either one of them, depending on who this player is. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I asked. I was like, are we basing it off of where they are now or based when they were coming out of college? Where Zion is right now is he's not looking like what I want to see from him anyway. K might look like K on a weak team to me, so it's like hard to really gauge how good you really are. I I think this is a real good question. Um, I think it is. I'm going to still take Zion, but I think it's a really good question because if you're going based on where they are now, you want the guy that has been injury prone or you want the guy that's going to play almost right. every game. So Coming out of college? Oh, I'm taking Zion. Oh, for shit sure. That's not even a question. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Zion right now, though. Like it, 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 I'm taking well, even, Zion yeah, I would take right it Because now. the potential of Zion is still so high. Yeah. Like, like I'm taking Zion right now. Period. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Like... If he get hurt, then that's a different story. But K was hurt right. too, so, so it's like, I don't know. So if you had to trade your your number one pick for Zion or Wimby, who you taking? Wimby, fuck. Troy just said so nice. Wimby. Damn, I thought the last one. Nice. I thought the last one was tough. This one is tougher. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think I still probably take Zion. 
Dick hey, if, if, and if you if you take Zion, you can still get Bobo. Hey, I told you I'll get him somewhere in the show. Move, hey. you can still get Bobo. Hey, you want to get Bobo there, man? Anyway, Yo. final thought. Final thought. I can't even end the show before two hours. So I'm just gonna watch <laughs> it hit two hours. Monday, man. You already know, man. It hit two hours. All right. Final Fuck thoughts, Moo. Fuck the Lakers. DJ. Y'all know what it is. Y'all see me Wednesday. Mr. GQ will be back in the building. So, uh, and of course, y'all rock with us for the rest of the week. Thursday, PVT Friday. Best damn football show on the internet. Inside the huddle. And we'll be back right here. Bass the basket on Monday. Mel. Fuck the Los Angeles losers. <laughs> and I'm your host, Troy.